I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Maths Hysteria, a podcast all about married at first sight with me, Omar Abid, Sarah Clark at Sarah Clark Celebrates and Claire Limmer Abid. Hello. Hello. Right, good. No fucking about today. (laughs) (laughs) Have we not already done enough of that? (laughs) Do you want any personal anecdotes about how I got here? (laughs) There's Storm Babette, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, let's talk about the weather, surely. No, like you say, there's so much There's too much to get to. (laughs) <laughs> Briefly going to say we got to 10,000 followers on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We're very grateful. Da, 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 da. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but also so well done, sick. Omar. <laughs> Thank you. you um, excellent content. Mega all- content. <laughs> mega content. Content is mega. Matt. Oh, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Oh. Content is mega. And that's well, Omar, really. But This is something that's going to come up, isn't it, people? Um, talking about the show and getting in touch with us and things later on. I'll say at the beginning as well, we'll probably forget stuff because there's too much. Oh my goodness. Mm, yeah. This week has been like six weeks of content. Well, actually, <laughs> the first three episodes were some dull. <laughs> <laughs> Just last night, that's been yeah. six weeks worth of someone content. Text, someone texted me and was like, well, they made up for it. We had an absolute snooze fest. And then I, I think people, <laughs> I saw the same on Twitter, the same sentiment of people being like, Oh god, I'm so bored, and I'm, I'm not never that big a fan of a weddings after a certain point anyway. Mm. But I didn't think they were that bad. To be honest, it wasn't boring. It was more frustrating because I think a lot of people are feeling the same. Where they bring in all these new characters, and you just learn everybody out, and you're sort yeah. of you're getting more invested in how everyone's doing, and then you see no footage of like Laura and Arthur or Jay and Luke. You just mm. have to learn the new couples. And you're like, I don't really care about these people yeah. yet. I will, yeah, but it's learning to care. And it's then feeling frustrated when, like, they need their skull buttons. 
<laughs> the skull buttons. Oh, yeah. Infamous skull buttons. Yeah. But I think we're going to come on to the new ones, aren't we? Yeah. We'll leave them till the end. We feel like the elephant okay. in the room is we cannot not start. <laughs> with we cannot and not Ross. start with <laughs> with the dinner party. Yeah. yeah. Dinner I just, party. I was actually Shut. shaking. You watched it at nine thirty in the morning. I watched. <laughs> I, I was out last night. I made Johnny watch it with me this morning at nine thirty a.m. after the school run with our breakfast. And that's too early. Yeah. <laughs> it's not breakfast it's TV. It's not breakfast TV. I was, the adrenaline was too much. <laughs> and also because it was coming from all angles in terms of the drama. Because obviously Erica and Tasha <gasps> kicked it off before I had one spoonful of porridge. <laughs> it was just so intense. Tramp. And I was just like, I was in shock. I couldn't believe, um, I couldn't believe you said to me, what did she say? As Erica As Erica did, yeah. Well, I think we re- rewound that, didn't we? Yeah. Because I, I was just like, already, we're started already. We're straight in there. I was jokingly like saying, I'm going to analyse that. Like it's a, you know, football match Who or something. Who avoided who? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I've not had, ch- I think we rewound it once so I could get a photograph. But it didn't yeah. feel like anyone avoided anyone. No. Because it was like, she muttered tramp before it was even a thing I was so shocked and then I actually think Erica did what you'd be advised to do by a lot of like experts or psychologists is like ask the person if you've been if someone says something really offensive to you you have to ask them to repeat it right because then they might feel the humiliation of like oh what did I actually just say so Erica stayed really calm she was like what did you say yeah mm-hmm. rather than blowing up and then Tasha actually stuck by, <laughs> stuck by it but it was wild they hadn't had a drink yet they hadn't sat down <laughs> she really heeded Paul's advice to squash the beef early I know, <laughs> oh, no. I know. and I yeah. felt for Paul because I mean I don't dislike Tasha I think she's just got yeah. some issues with like she said herself with being triggered but Paul's such a sweetheart and I don't want him to feel like he's being dragged into that yeah. sort of like archie yeah I mean he was really trying to be on her side yeah. and kind of be her ally he was and, wasn't he but really Erica hadn't done anything that mm, bad. I no. think that was what Erica was trying to say. But even if I had ignored you, yeah, it well, didn't warrant that a strong yeah. statement. Yeah. Well, Paul had to. He was in a position where he had to go. Look, Tasha wouldn't do that for no reason. Something I know. must have happened. It's like, <laughs> but it's still not a good enough reason. Yeah. That that's the thing, isn't it? And then it was quite funny when. Erica sort of apologised but kind of <laughs> said well I will I will apologise but Brilliant. I haven't done anything I've no, got anything went, to apologise for yeah Tasha was like well I think I'm waiting for your apology and Erica's like oh you need it do you yeah I'm not sure this, and it was really because yeah. it had almost been reconciled and then it all unravelled again and I was like yeah. oh my heavens and it was just so unnecessary that's what I don't get yeah what, my thing if we're being serious is I don't understand Tasha not pouring her energy into Paul why is why does she care about Erica? Erica's just this new girl on the scene. She's not a threat mm. in any sort of way. Paul, she's very happy with Paul. Paul's got only eyes for her. It's not like she's like um, she's vying for her man or something. Yeah, Erica's just arrived and she's taken offence with her. She just doesn't like her for whatever reason. But she's pouring all this energy into Erica and disliking Erica and stirring the pot when actually that might drive a wedge between her and Paul, which mm. is which at the moment is going so beautifully. You think why are you risking? I wonder if it's partly, like so many situations on this program, it's because of the, you're in this bottle, yeah. trapped with these other people, and you form, every friendship is that much more intense, yeah. every dislike is that much more, it's not just, I don't really like that person, you fucking hate them, you know? <laughs> Yeah. It's because there's nothing, what has happened? <laughs> I know, nothing, nothing at all. But sometimes Erica can be a little, like when she refused to apologise, 
she didn't really have anything to apologize for but the way she said it was quite like winding yes. winding Tasha up even in even in a toast yeah so, oh yeah. yeah some people have yeah. welcomed me with open arms you know who you are <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I meant yeah. like, there is yeah. a pass- I, I don't even know if it's passive aggressive maybe it's just <laughs> full on aggressive but there is a there is a side to her where I can see how she might have wound Tasha up what I don't understand is the extent to which Tasha's yeah. decided she's her arch nemesis mm-hmm. and Tasha will be willing to throw everything she's built out for this this weird fight yeah yeah because i don't think erica is that that invested no, she's, she's almost no, she's, she's almost smirking at it like what is this like yeah. it, that's the problem the more someone smirks the angrier you get <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it's the whole group dynamics thing isn't it like this is why the dinner parties and the commitment ceremonies and these like spin the bottle parties they have or whatever add so much to the drama because although your relationship might be going well is what how do you feel about your position in that group yeah and then for Tasha I think she's you know being triggered in some ways and she's perhaps feels she's losing her position in the group as you know the one whose relationship's going the best or the one who has the strongest relationship with the other girls or something like that so then her defenses are kicking in because she feels she's losing that position and that's getting directed at Erica as being the one yeah. who is like kind of knocking her off a sort of pedestal a bit. I suppose. This is why we need you because those are real words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I totally agree, and I think Tasha then said something that was quite revealing. You know, when um, Sean and Mark walked in, yes. Tasha shouted in like a jokey oh. way, "I hate all this change!" I know. There and I was go. like, "There you go, we've nailed it. Uh-huh. The she change totally is unnerving. Yeah. The change is unnerving, and she's managed to channel all that." quite aggressive like feeling towards poor Erica as like the one solo person to yeah. take it but tramp is just such a strange word to pick it's got a little bit of uh, nostalgia to it it's quite yeah. an old fashioned <laughs> sort of 80s throwaway term yeah, oh you're tramp we had tramp we had canoodling oh we like that canoodle <laughs> canoodling with someone else I, I feel like tramp is like Bugsy Malone like oh she's just a tramp <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the drama kicked off within minute one, didn't it? Of oh, like no. them coming in, who avoided who? We need the VAR. But even before that, I was anxious because Erica and Jordan were there on their own. And I was thinking, no, please don't be Tasha and uh, Paul that come oh, in. Oh, yes. I was so yeah. anxious thinking it was Paul and Tasha and that was going to come in next. Luke? It was Ross and Thomas. Ross and Thomas. Oh, Ross and Thomas. It's okay. This might be their only mention this episode. This is one problematic now. I mean, we had a lot more to say about them at the beginning because they were trying to find their feet and now they've found their feet. It's just really sweet. And like, mm-hmm. they've become the sweethearts that I wanted Tasha and Paul to be. But now Tasha's mm-hmm. throwing herself into more of that drama. It's harder to be so comfortable mm. when they're on screen because you're like oh what's going to happen whereas with Robert, Ros and Thomas they just I mean I can say Thomas had had a haircut <laughs> <laughs> oh you did clock that didn't haircut. you haircut yeah it's quite a Read nice one about it. <laughs> no Ros, Ros was um, uh, helping Bianca a yeah bit. that's right oh do we start talking about Bianca? Not yet. Oh. <laughs> I'm in love with We're her. saving that. We're saving that. So okay. then how did the drama continue to unfold? Well, still in the mingling, <laughs> still in the mingling stage about who's avoiding who. Right. The next build-up, it's um, going to be another football reference, John Terry and uh, Wayne Bridge-esque, oh. are they going to shake hands? Nathaniel and JJ. Yes. Oh, okay. Who, yeah. And we didn't see actually whether they did or they didn't, did I we? suspect there was some acknowledgement and it was edited out mm. because if it there was looked, a blatant ghosting, we'd they would have seen, have seen it. It, yeah. it looked like Nathaniel didn't go over to him, but that, like you say, it might have been edited out. Yeah. And JJ, the thing that annoys me, one of the things that annoys me about JJ is 
he manages to have this air where nothing he's not the instigator things just happen around him Mm -hmm. he always looks like he just he has this really mellow way where he can be the center of some of this drama but he's like oh it's nothing to do with me do you know what i mean it's almost like this and i've said it before it's almost like a childlike energy or like his face is quite jet he doesn't have an aggressive demeanor but he does hurtful things yeah so you end up thinking that you end up falling for his gaslighting where you're like what has he done no i'm not not explaining it very well but he doesn't have a lot of expression (laughs) in general terms i guess do do you know what i mean yeah Yeah. like you never see him sort of very animated or very angry (laughs) or very excited or very sad you just don't see that's true and then what made me laugh (laughs) was when ella and jj had their illicit date by the snooker table oh my god and, they were like, almost and it was like that. this it was like you're right you're right you're right yeah you and then they're like sparks were flying <laughs> <laughs> I was like that's the most boring shit I've ever seen yeah. no no it was that. I saw uh, I saw you in your swimming costume it was nice <laughs> oh, <laughs> like they man. think they're having this wild affair and literally no one cares yeah and it just I don't understand <clears throat> do they think it's sparky do they think they've got this huge <sighs> Has it been edited where it looks like it's nothing? Based based on the chat we've seen from him so far, I mean, that is probably the best he can muster. (laughs) He reminds me of of a slug. Oh, I feel like we're being really mean now. I feel like we're being really mean. I just don't know. No, hang on, a slug. Don't go too far into this because we don't want to be mean. But what do you mean a slug? Just nothing. Just it's annoying. But it's not, it's not, it's no, it's no, it's an invertebrate. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Right, David Attenborough. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he. I don't think he's even malicious. I don't think. Yeah. He's, exactly. I think he. Yeah. I think he thinks of himself as a nice guy. And when we get to it, they both defended themselves, saying, "You know, we haven't meant anyone any harm, but that doesn't mean you don't cause harm." Yeah. But I just the the fact that they think that there's this huge love story and this feels like there's nothing there i know i mean I'm, ca- wouldn't you love to see their text messages on oh, their like nokia, nokia twos <laughs> whatever they were yeah. texting oh, this on was, this was a lot of chat about the old old school phones what were those phones well i guess they they have to they give them to all the cast yeah so that they can't be communicate with the outside world they give them a phone with uh, all the other cast members in yeah welfare whatever was yeah. it giving you nelly yeah. and kelly <laughs> yes I, I saw a lot of them put on, on excel inst- I, saw, I love you. <laughs> I saw a lot of them put on Instagram that they enjoyed it because it had snake. Yeah. Oh, cute! So there were that snake. was their little. You know, it was quite jarring. One of those phones. Texting on those phones. Oh, I would just yeah. love to see their text messages because it's going to be. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> like, are they talking about their deepest feelings? Where's anyway? I'm being mean. I just don't. Is, are they willing to throw everything away and the friendships and reputations that they've built up on the show? Because Ella was coming across as a bit of a darling of the show. Everyone's mm-hmm. friend, yeah. full of life, and now it was really uncomfortable yesterday yeah. with the, with where she's placed herself in being a bit of a villain. Yeah. yeah. But what I found frustrating as well was JJ kept saying, "I don't know what it is." Oh, about we the have this connection, but I don't know what it is. I, think it I mean, the come on. Yeah. What do you think it might well, be, you Jade? Said Let's you like think girls, about yeah, it. You said you like girls who've had a lot of work. So she's had a lot of work. She's your type. And then I know we're going to come to it, but I keep wanting to go to Bianca because I think she handled it so beautifully. Yeah. She was... Okay, can I talk about the fashion for one second? I know this isn't a fashion podcast. The revenge dress on Bianca <laughs> was giving me... You know, like, everyone, everyone talks about the Princess Diana revenge dress. I know she, I know her 
maybe she shouldn't have been trying to get JJ's attention because it's exactly. that upset but she, me. No, but she was looking gorgeous and she was empowered and strong and came in and, and she wanted to feel like a prize worth having. No, that's the wrong terminology. No, she wanted to feel gorgeous and she looked gorgeous. And then I just thought it was funny because Ella was in like bubblegum pink trying to look innocent mm. and Barbie-like and yeah. like she wouldn't hurt a fly. And I was like, the fashion is speaking volumes <laughs> of like the glittery revenge dress that's completely sheer. Yeah, And like showing a sexual side. I think she feels probably hard done by that. She hasn't been seen as this attractive sexual person that she is mm. and yes. she's been just left like a lemon and I'm like she's trying to show you she's not a lemon yeah. she's a bloody whatever pineapple I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's a sexy fruit what's a sexy fruit do you get a sec- cherry a ch- she's a cherry <laughs> and just I just thought really, um, I just find it interesting when they come in in their outfits and it's sometimes like it's quite telling of where they're at and I loved this is not important but I loved Laura's white off the shoulder with the oh, cape oh she looked very bridal Grecian mm. I love Laura Laura's seems to be the voice of reason so often she should be ashamed of herself I know <laughs> she's like what the fuck have I done oh no I know. well hang I know. on hang on let's keep to some yeah, sort of sorry yes. some sort of time I know. sorry I know. We, are, we are chaotic I we are as you, chaotic no fuck, no well, this, fucking about this is a reflection of how the dinner party was though isn't it <laughs> I know. how can we be expected to talk about it in rational linear terms order. when it just was chaos it's like a Christopher <laughs> Nolan film um, well what I want to come to then I, I think next chronologically in the dinner party Continuing with Nathaniel was him and Ella being sat, sat next, sat to, next sat to each other, other. backs turned to each other. It was but when, so... he, when he decided to go, he'd obviously already decided. <laughs> like I'm coming to the dinner party, and at the first opportunity, I'm going to fully bite and I'm ready. And you're just like, uh, can you keep it down, please? I can hear you talking about me. No, but even before that, poor Mark and Sean on the other side of Nathaniel didn't, clue what was didn't know what was going on. First dinner party. Nathaniel's saying to Mark, well, just listen in. Just listen in to what she's saying. Talk about herself. Talks about herself all the time. You'll hear. Go on, you'll hear. I, know, I was yeah. thinking, oh, no, Mark and Sean are probably there thinking they'll try and make friends. You know, let's build some connections. And Nathaniel's straight in there with... Look it, must be, it must be quite interesting as well. Like, you know how you perceive yourself as some in different friendship groups you're sort of the different character sometimes yeah. like in some groups you feel like you're the loudest it must be funny for someone like Mark coming in where he has a big personality you didn't hear a peep from him because there was just so much and he must have thought right I'll make an impression I'll come yeah. in I'll make yeah, some friends yeah. I'm the diva I'm like no there's already 10 divas in oh, this room um, yeah so Nathaniel and Ella and it was interesting I don't know if I'm being too like analytical but I thought it was interesting how both their mics were playing did you hear that, like, you could hear what Ella was saying and you could hear what Nathaniel was saying and they uh-huh. were both talking at the same time? Yes. And it was quite cleverly done because it made me realise normally they must dull other people's mics to yeah, concentrate yeah. on one conversation. Mm. But we were hearing what Nathaniel was hearing, which was right. Ella just, yap, 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 yap. Yeah, we were yeah, made yeah. to think, like, oh, she's this yappy yap, which I guess we were seeing it from Nathaniel's perspective mm. of she's always talking about herself. And then it was interesting when she lied, bless her, <gasps> Because she was like, oh, I'm asking Ros about her family. And Ros oh. was like, she wasn't. Uh, no, because Nathaniel said to Ros, what, what did she just say? So I would and say... So poor Ros just told the truth, didn't she, bless her? Oh. Well, the pattern, he put so many people well, on the spot. I was going to say... Fair play, Nathaniel. The pattern of the evening was them each putting everyone on the spot. Yeah. Ella kept saying, you guys need to stand oh up for me. God. You girls know. You need to... Stand. Why is no one standing up for me? Oh, and then really on. laying into Laura. And Nathaniel was saying, you guys know me. And it was almost yeah. like it was it was like divorcing parents yeah. trying to get the kids to take to go away on who's holiday on with them side. and who's on my side like mum's a liar dad's a liar <laughs> and they both were trying to get the support of the group mm. and the whole group were like 
Stop asking us. We're not. Yeah. I'm not sure Nathaniel was bothered about the support of the group. I think Nathaniel. Again, we're going to have to get give some full disclosure here. Is that we'd heard that he leaves the show. Yeah, we'd heard this a few weeks ages ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like the first week of maths. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the spoilers. We already this knew year. that, and, there, and probably a lot of people listening would have seen it because it was everywhere yeah. when I saw it. Yeah. It was in like Metro and Daily Met, and not that I go on there, but like I was yeah, seeing yeah. links to different like main sites. Yeah. yeah. So my perception of him was sort of skewed by that because yeah. I assumed, oh, something's going to happen. He's going to treat Ella badly, and then he's going to bolt. Mm. And I, it's totally not that. I think. From the interview we've seen that he did with the Daily Mirror, he wanted to go on and, although he is pansexual, preferably be matched with a man. Right. They came back to him and said, we found you a match. It's a woman, a trans woman. Yeah. Would you be open to it? And he said, I'm open to it, but it's not the best chance of a successful Mm. match because I think I would be better off with a man. Or or masculine energy. Right. Or a woman with masculine energy. Okay. Okay. And she's very girly. Yes. She's a girl's girl. She's a girl's girl. <laughs> we'll come to that. Bubble gum thing. Bubble gum thing does not a girl's girl make. <laughs> so then they basically gave him two or three weeks to think about it, but it sounded like he was being pressured. He was being asked every day, come on, it's going to be a great story, especially right. for Ella. Okay. And I think the mistake he's made is he's gone into it thinking, I am pansexual, it might work. You know, I give everyone there the same leniency of thinking, you know what, they are experts, and when else am I going to get this opportunity? Yeah. It might be the match of my dreams, even if it's not specifically what I've I've asked for in terms of the gender. Right. Mm. And I think he's gone in there, it's not worked, he's tried to make it work to a certain extent, but in his heart of hearts, knows it's not there. Yeah. And now he's waited for a time where where he can viably leave leave on his terms but I don't I, I don't know if I agree with he's given it he's tried I'd okay never, yeah I'm being generous I never saw a relation like a romantic relationship try from him I saw some lovely friendship support mm. I saw yeah. I'm, I saw him be supportive of her and be kind to her and give her a chance after well not, I don't know back and forth between them like we saw ups and downs and them giving each other opportunities but I didn't ever see from yeah. what was edited I never saw a romantic try from him like oh let's go for a lovely meal or let's mm. do this or I want to hear more about your family or your yeah mm-hmm. your views or well i think at the wedding yeah. and probably the very beginning of the honeymoon yeah i think there was a window but part of what nathaniel said i think as well was a couple of other non-negotiables were not a non-smoker so the person he wanted had to not smoke and is, which she, Ella a, is does. she a smoker right apparently from this uh, we article. only assume that because <clears throat> that's what said. nathaniel yeah, right, okay. said and nobody who has or does work in the sex industry. Right. So he was saying that's why they were such big deals on the honeymoon. Okay. And that's why it all blew up on the honeymoon. But how then it came about, he stayed in and, you know, yeah. I don't know. But it's. It, I think there was a very small window at the very beginning. But I guess they did perhaps, have that snog at the top of the aisle, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, the, the was, wedding was quite passionate. Yeah. yeah. I guess in the in the adrenaline of the day. Yeah. I, I think you're right. On reflection, there wasn't a romantic thing there. But he, he said repeatedly last night, I protected you. And I don't know if protected is the right word, but he certainly supported her when she was... Cheerleaded. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. With his commitment ceremony when she was struggling, yeah. he went and got her. Yeah. When she made a statement in front of everyone at the dinner party, he was yeah. you know, very supportive. Mm-hmm. Her saying, that, like, this is what happens when things start to, to fall apart. 
people start making accusations of, oh, that's not, now you're seeing the real him. Yeah. This is what Nathaniel's really like. It's like, I, I don't think that there's been any facade from Nathaniel. I think he's just not really into you. I think it's, it's, that, it's that simple. Yeah. I don't think he's done anything particularly bad. It just didn't kind of work out. Mm. The, the mistake he made was he probably shouldn't have gone in knowing that he would have been better matched with a man. Maybe. Yeah, it's a difficult yeah. one, isn't it? Mm. And like, you, with both these couples, with Bianca and JJ and with Nathaniel and Ella, you can't force a physical attraction. But JJ's the one I hold to accounts because he never even tried. He never even tried to see an attraction there. I think he was wrong on two faults. He never tried to see an attraction there. He sort of wrote her off straight away yeah. for whatever reason. <clears throat> and then he also never really was truthful about the lack of attraction. He sort of fudged and, and played along mm. and, and kept in the process and was like, oh, you're a beautiful girl. Like, I'm just, I don't know where my head's at. I don't know where my head's at. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. And so I think he, he only, he not only didn't, he didn't try and establish an attraction or connection. He also wasn't honest. So it's just yeah. like, when he said, oh, I tried... <laughs> I know we're going to come to this. I keep jumping to the end. But in terms of, yeah, in terms of Nathaniel and Ella, they both were trying to get everybody. I know what you mean about Nathaniel not necessarily trying to get everyone behind him, but I think he was to some extent because he was mm. saying to the group, you're seeing the real her. And they were both saying, and she was saying, you're seeing the real him. Well, they were yeah. playing the same sort of, in some ways, True. they were acting in a I similar think, sort of way. I think mm. he did what, what you mentioned before about he put people on the spot. Like as soon as it started, as soon as the, the, the drama was, was starting and Ella was going, I knew this would, I knew this would happen, which yeah. she said like five or six times. Like, yeah. Of course you did. We all fucking did. Yeah. So you should have maybe been better prepared. Have you not watched the trailers we've been showing all week? <laughs> <laughs> and like when, he, when he said, uh, you know, canoodling with the, with the fella up there at the end of the table and then just went to JJ. It's like, is that, are the feelings reciprocated? And JJ was just like, well, I didn't quite catch I know. <laughs> <laughs> and JJ's incapable oh, of giving a direct response. No, yeah, like in the can't. same way that he's sort of like quite passive in his movements. He's quite pa- he's just incapable of having like a strong emotion that we can see, yeah. a strong resolution of feeling or a fact sentence. or sentence. <laughs> like me, I'm just going around in circles. I think I'm overwhelmed by the breakfast <laughs> drama today. But even before that, he put poor Adrienne on the spot. Not, oh, not, God, not yeah. to say anything against anyone, but just to continue as if she hadn't heard what she just <laughs> heard. So how was your honeymoon? <laughs> Go on, tell me. Carry on. After he just like and then laid she, into I Ella. Know. And then she's just sort of like... And Adrian was oh, like, not as bad as that. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm glad she said. Because then she kind of was acknowledging yeah, like, look, come on. I'm not just going to continue to talk about my amazing honeymoon when yeah. all this is going on. Matt, Matt said there was a show off, but now he's seen you a lot. I know. <laughs> he's hoping you're a little mouse. He's got some perspective now. Yeah. <laughs> so, on that, I think now it's fair to come to Bianca. So, Bianca. I just want to have a moment for what a queen she was, her whole demeanour. I talked about the revenge dress, but really it was just her whole... She was very poised, she kept mm. it together, and at the end when she did blow up, it felt like it was warranted, it was justifiable, and we were all on her side. Mm. But she's so... She's such a sweetheart, or she seems such a sweetheart, because I think she was breaking all our hearts when she said things like, I just wanted to fall in love, and mm. just wanted a connection. And then she said to JJ... How, she just sort of she almost whispered it to her to him and it, when it had all been revealed she went how did you get a connection with her yeah and it was heartbreaking because she genuinely wanted to know how has this mm. happened out of my yeah. eye line mm. 
and what is like twice exactly mm. and, he, and he said that it's like oh the, I was at the dinner party with her and then the spa and like <laughs> social <long-dis-> situations <laughs> and it just she broke my heart because she 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 kept it so just quiet and she just genuinely was hurt and gen- mm. she wasn't playing it up to the cameras and nothing yeah. it felt so genuinely sad and I was heartbroken for her when, when he'd said to when Nathaniel had put him on the spot he said well that's a conversation <laughs> for me and Bianca I was like but maybe you should have had it yeah, by, exactly. this, by this point. Oh, exactly. Well, that leads us on to a different point. In terms of Bianca and JJ, what has frustrated me about him, and I think he even said it, was you can't take time out from something you were never in. Mm. So he kept talking about, oh, but we took time out at the table um, when he was sort of defending his actions of not having had the conversation with her yet. He was like, yes. oh, but I asked for two days away to take time out to get to see where my head's at. It's like, no, you were just texting Ella. Yeah. But you can't take time out from something that you never bothered to try with. You didn't, from what we saw, I mean, I don't think the edit's been unfair to them. I don't think they've had all these romantic conversations and I don't think he's tried to be affectionate or anything like that. But yeah. it just, it frustrates me so much. In his head, does he think he made an effort? <laughs> I mean, he can't, Does surely. he think he gave her a chance? She never had a chance. Yeah. yeah. Well, he says he's tried really hard. But I don't <laughs> know what the, what the evidence... I wouldn't even give him, like, that. 1% trying, like... From what we saw. Yeah, we didn't see trying. Not and they, surely it wouldn't all have been edited out. If, yeah. there, if there was an yeah. attempt at a connection. He didn't, I don't think it would have all been edited out, would Claire, it? Claire, look, he didn't have a chance in that week where they're all locked in the same ap- <laughs> apartment complex to to together with their old fucking phones that they're clearly <laughs> using. He didn't have a chance, Claire. No. Come on. The Give first it, yeah. time he Be saw fair. her was the dinner party. He was under too much pressure. And then we did see someone leap to his defence, didn't we? His we fellow did. Essex boy. Well, this is. Uh, you were so. As soon as, as soon as. He what are your it. thoughts? Well, no, I was quite. I was quite angry, wasn't I? Yeah. Because from what we saw, it felt to me like it was the whole. Oh, how can you expect men to deal with a woman trying? You know, throwing the, herself at him. It human. had an air of that. Yeah, I thought did. Ella was doing this. Ella was doing that. So it felt like he was trying to excuse the man's behaviour mm-hmm. and totally blame the yeah. woman. That's yeah. what it felt just like it from did, what we saw. Just for clarity, we're talking about there's only so much pressure a man can take, especially when there's problems with his wife. Yes, that's yeah. it. Especially when he's not getting on with his wife and another woman is throwing herself at him. Yeah. What do you expect him to do? How can he That's resist? what it Ella felt was, like Ella to was me. at him and at him and at him, which yeah. may not be true. Yes. How can he have a backbone when he's being... <laughs> he's a slug. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, no, don't. So mean. I'm sure he's a lovely person um, but, but it did feel like that boys will be boys it did like you it said did before, it was excusing it? it did feel like that it, well, it, it did excuse it felt like it was excusing really really shitty behaviour and Jordan was challenging it <laughs> which made me like Jordan yeah it did but then Jordan got called fucking stupid yeah I think you yeah. were I, I was so mate. shocked yeah that's I, I where felt like I don't know where that I mean I know. they're in this intense environment and yeah. emotions are flying around and you can't be super calm within that or you can but it's very difficult so maybe you know everybody was hyped up everybody was part of this intense emotion so you know maybe that was coming out a little bit for Luke but it just felt so out of nowhere that all of a sudden him and Jordan have got this I know. beef and he's defending JJ we almost need subtitles so much. we almost need subtitles of like these two had a run in that wasn't filmed <laughs> yeah. in the corridor over a game of like corridor football. It needs some context. Yeah, sometimes you need context, but it, it, that's what I meant about it being so chaotic because it was like there was 
there was drama from every corner from different people that you weren't necessarily expecting yeah. and it wasn't just that the whole thing was geared around Ella and JJ it yeah. was like you know Tasha and Erica and then yeah. Luke, uh, Luke and Jordan and you couldn't you couldn't relax <laughs> my <laughs> blood pressure was so high uh, but yeah. I do think going back to Bianca I do think she has had such an unfair journey but she's come out absolutely just loved by the group and hopefully the public we haven't seen yeah. the commitment ceremony yeah. next, next week but she just held herself so well in the face yeah. of like absolute humiliation well of course when Ella and JJ came back in and people like oh my god <laughs> they like, are. they're coming back in as a, as a but couple but Ella chucked her glass and stormed she actually smashed her glass well, you hear the, that? well what I heard was uh I heard that glass bounce and not shatter. Oh, okay. I don't think that that is <laughs> glass. Oh, right. I thought I heard something smash. But it was like, you've got you to have a lot of courage to come back in when you've stormed out. Yeah. Oh, man. And then they came in and it was a bit smirky. And oh, that's it, why I loved... it was so awkward, though. It was so awkward. It was horrendous when they came back in. And then... Stood the body language. The, table. the body language is so sheepish oh. and awkward. And I was like, what have they come back for? Do they want group approval? Are they going to ask to come yeah. back as a couple together? Are they hoping to get everybody on? Think board. That was coming. I yeah. do think that might be coming. Yeah. And then Bianca was just she played it so well. Well, I'm a girls' girl. Let's start with yeah. <laughs> what are your views? You just like Bianca said it perfectly. Yeah. You can call yourself a girls' girl, but then you've gone after someone else's husband. Yeah. And but hang I on, hang even... on. Nothing happened. They were just texting. But they've and meeting up. Well, none of us are stupid. None of us are stupid, but it's also God, like. Sorry, can I just say, Sarah shot me a really harsh look. Did I? <laughs> none of us are stupid, Omar. <laughs> we know what you've been doing. How dare you? <laughs> it's just again, like, like I mean, that is a bit of a gaslighting thing to say, isn't it? It's like nothing's happened. It's like oh, well, I hate that. You've it's been so texting. Annoying. You've met up. Yeah. You've said you want to be together. You've said you fancy each other. Everyone saw you at the spa day. Like, obviously, it's all. It can all be explained. It can all be excused. But we yeah. know there's something happening it's not a get out of jail free card because you haven't kissed Snogged or, or yeah. had sex or done anything that's not the point well, they want to play both sides on the one mm. hand they'll go yeah there's a connection but nothing's happened but there's a yeah. connection yeah. so why are you <laughs> angry nothing's happened yeah yeah. 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 yeah and then Bianca having played it so well in terms of bless her I, I don't even <laughs> think she was playing it I think she was just genuine yeah. she's a genuinely sweet girl she then rose up like a phoenix <laughs> and the righteous anger was just beautiful to watch yeah. and she just laid into them but still keeping her dignity and she just managed yeah. to do it in such a gorgeous way I don't know why she needs to give a master class <laughs> to like <laughs> deliver a cutting speech yeah, where it was succinct it was mm. brilliant it was, you know the, the whole I don't want to listen to your shitty speech yeah, yeah. perfect because no one yeah. no one wants to no one wants to hear it yeah but also angry enough just telling them to fuck off telling yeah. me to the biggest prick she's I've had a few but she just I just think she played it really, really yeah. well. And an important, important thing. Sorry, Claire. Um, especially as you've actually said this last night. So we've talked over. Go on, steal it. Yeah. <laughs> Credit. Was that, um, that she didn't leave? I know. Yeah. It I was, was very impressed by that. She didn't storm off. She didn't go. You know. I mean, they were all going. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. But then coming back. But she just. You know, she did come back and she did kind of stay with the group. Everything just felt everything felt really dignified and really regal, almost. Of Mm. like, I've delivered what I needed to say. I've sat back down. She it didn't ever feel like she was looking for extra drama or wanted to keep stirring. She just wanted to say her piece and sit back down. I just really respected it. But I think importantly for me, it wasn't 
too dignified. There's a point where people go, you know, I'm going to be the bigger person and I'm not going to... Sometimes you, you can't do that in a highly emotive yeah. situation. Yeah. Sometimes you do have to go, you know, I'll oh, fuck you. Yeah, but I yeah. think the anger, that's what I mean about everyone was, would have been behind her at that point because actually if she'd stayed... like I don't know if meek's the right word because I think she's she's got strong views and she's, she's just brilliant. But if she hadn't said anything, I think we would have felt it was a missed opportunity. Yes. And I think everyone was behind her and everyone was like mm-hmm. probably jumping off her sofa and was like, say it, Bianca, yeah. yeah. And Ella was doing the, the classic thing that happens in these in these situations which actually I want to come to in a, in a broader sense in, in a minute she was saying I've come here to find love I know I've come here to that's not this show <laughs> this show yeah. isn't called find love at any expense yeah. yeah yeah. but also that's not what the conversation is about yeah whether you were with someone that you felt a connection with felt well matched to or not is irrelevant given what is happening in this situation with you and another person's husband it doesn't matter it's not an excuse that you and Nathaniel aren't getting on that you then sort that elsewhere I think it's not it, an excuse I think that. sometimes someone like Ella because we've seen this happen before on other seasons I think sometimes they almost feel shortchanged of like yeah. right I didn't find love who else can I find love with I'm on the show now mm-hmm. and it's like at the expense of other people and I don't think they realise quite how heavy handed they are in terms of hurting other people I think I don't think they quite realise what they've done to be anchor. Well, it's just to, they they do this thing of like I'm going to have to be selfish. Yeah, I'm here to I'm here to find love, and it's like yeah, fair enough. But the the cost of that is your integrity. In, integrity is like doing the right thing even when it's bad for you. Yeah, but people very rarely do that. You need to get them a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> people very rarely do that, and you know, in this instance. I don't really give a fuck. It's a TV show that I enjoy watching and yeah, doing a podcast well. about. It's not going to affect my life, but. It's it's a it's a big mark on her character. Mm. It is a shame, and I and I think everyone would have been behind Bianca. And actually, yeah, and Ella's sort of spoilt her reputation a little bit of what how we did see her before. Mm-hmm. And also, tell me, riddle me this: what do JJ and Ella actually know about each other? Yeah, <laughs> like what I know. Seen her in swimsuits. Yeah, nice. I I think if they were quizzed, like imagine they were applying. Imagine it's like the green card film, and they're applying for a green card, <laughs> and they were being quizzed by like the authorities, like what do you, how many siblings do they have? What's yeah. their favorite color? How do they take their tea? I don't think they could tell you one fact about each other. So they're willing to throw everything away on this sort of very surface level. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's got fake boobs. He's yeah. a player type of guy. Yeah. But then what are they actually throwing away? You know what I mean? They, like, Ella would say there's no connection with Nathaniel, they're not there, there's nothing. So Mm. she's not throwing away that relationship. JJ would say the same thing about Bianca. So from them, from their selfish point of view, what are they throwing away, really? I guess for me, because I'm a huge people pleaser, it would be like the group approval. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like ruining those friendships that you've made. But the public turning it, on you. Do, do you think they'd not care about the public turning on them? Well, they might, but then notoriety is, you know. True. Because when they came back into the room with looking really sheepish, I felt like they were looking for group approval mm. or trying to, like, not burn that bridge. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. why would you come back in the room? Yeah, well, probably because they were told that. <laughs> By the producers. <laughs> Isn't it? Probably because they had to. It's so but weird I... when the fourth wall falls and you see a producer chase somebody out. <laughs> like, yeah, come back. You're under contract. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who's that? A new bride. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think they have burnt their bridges within the group. 
not really. Luke was still sticking up for JJ. That's true. Mm. And I think Tasha and Peggy was with you know, Ella. there with Ella. That's um, true. So I don't think they might have, might, are uh, thrown away anything, really. I wonder what will happen with, with Ella and all the people she was saying, come on, stand up, stand up. I I've been know. really supportive. Oh, no, it was that desperate. Was so awkward. It was desperate. It was awkward. And it was it was quite sad in a way. It was. Yes. it was like really grasping. And then the group just looked so shell-shocked. And I don't know if yeah. it was how it was edited, but when it turned to the group, a lot of people were just silent. Even when Nathaniel did his little speech and left, <laughs> nobody, oh, nobody yeah, got up to hug him. No, yeah. Everyone just sort of sat there mm. and it panned on Roz and it panned on the new couples. And everyone was just sort of sitting there like, what just happened yeah like they've both gone in an absolute whirlwind of drama which side am I on I don't know yeah. like obviously most people probably say Nathaniel but I don't know it's just everyone just looked really shell-shocked yeah so do we think do we think they're coming back in as a couple I would guess that they are mm-hmm. because we've seen it happen before where the experts punish couples who've cheated and say you can't come back you've betrayed you know, yes. when we've seen it, like, they get turned away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we've seen it when they have allowed couples back yeah. in. Because, yeah. like, oh, we've got a genuine spark. I don't know. I couldn't really call it, I don't think. I, I think it's I think it's going to happen. I think they'll I be mean, allowed back I in. I can't remember the last series, UK or Australian, where there wasn't some level of partner swapping. And I did say... I know. I mm. did say on... That's the, the problem. It's become a thing. Yeah. yeah. You kind of expect it now. And I did say on Wednesday when uh, JJ and Ella met, I tweeted that I was bored, but... I'll take it back. I was very entertained last night. (laughs) (laughs) What will be interesting is because they do have such a surface level connection. If they do let them partner up, imagine them trying to have a successful relationship and be on the couch and go through all their feelings. Mm -hmm. It might be quite revealing of, oh, you actually don't like each other. You thought you did. Do you know what I mean? Like, it would maybe be quite interesting on like, oh, we've made a horrible mistake. It's going to last five minutes. Be interesting. Yeah. I'll take, you know, I'll wager you both a drink at the podcast <laughs> night out. It's <laughs> got you were getting them anyway. <laughs> All oh. that advertising money. Yeah. <laughs> so we obviously need to address there are two more new couples, which is a head spinner. But we wanted to talk about the fact that we saw Laura and Arthur. They haven't had much screen time as a couple. No. We saw Laura and Arthur and her friends were there picking him apart. God, yeah. Like a seagull with a chip. If, if it weren't for that dinner party, I probably would have spent half an hour just slagging them off. Oh, <laughs> wow. Well, it's very rich, isn't it? When you see friends on um, maths and they act like their say is the final say. Mm. And it's like, well, he needs our approval or she needs our approval. I'm like, you're not a really important person in this process. It's, yeah. They're a couple and like your approval is neither here nor there. I mean, maybe to some people, their friend's approval is everything. But sometimes the friends come in. We've seen it before. They talk to camera and it's like, if we don't like him, she won't want to stay with him. And it's yeah, like, calm yeah. down. Yeah. And Arthur's a sweetheart. They were so smug. And obviously, editing. Yeah. They'd put together the bit of him talking to his mate saying, oh, I just think, you know, she's a lot oh, cleverer than me. And sometimes it's over my head. Yeah. And they cut back sweet. to them and the three of them are Not going, much going on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Do you know what? I don't think ignorant people know they're ignorant. Isn't that a thing of like, you don't, if you're, if you're not very clever, you don't know. You're not. I think for him to even say that shows he's cleverer than he thinks he is. I think mm. he was putting himself down. Do you, do you know you're a... That's <laughs> <laughs> so I was looking at Claire. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think the fact that he was that self-aware 
and that like sort of critical of himself which was a shame in a way shows that he's a lot cleverer than he thinks he is potentially and maybe she's using like some lofty terminology and some her industry she might be talking about her particular job or her particular interests and we can't all know everything there's different ways of being yeah, clever yeah, aren't there yeah. different yeah. sort of street yeah. smarts <laughs> I don't have street smarts <laughs> um, but yeah he was really putting himself down and then to cut to her friends really laying into him was really nasty and he he sort of misspoke really when he said that he just I spent 10 minutes doing the, the oh, pain. No, he meant no. like I should have just made that effort I, it came to me easier yes, than I thought yeah because I know her now and she yeah. I started came to have easily. feelings for yeah. her and I care for her now so it was easy I did it in 10 minutes yeah. and then it but was like oh, I can't sort of, believe what? you only spent 10 minutes yeah. but then it was all editing because by the end they were singing his praises weren't they yeah true so it was annoying because it was, was a quick turnaround well I was like oh these friends and at the end they're like we like him I was like oh okay <laughs> we like you now again yeah <laughs> the final wedding of the series please god I can't do any more weddings I know. <laughs> are there going to be any more couples <laughs> yeah. uh, Mark and Sean again god oh, we could have spoken for ages about Mark I know. We could I have. had so many notes about this couple and now I don't even get <laughs> you've you come in black I know. how dare you <laughs> I can't believe him in black. How enabling were those friends? Were like, oh, he's, he's not going to go. He's, he's, he's in black. He's not going to like him. He's in black. I'm like, stop yeah. enabling his weird... He said no one in a black suit. Yeah. That's it. We're and done. Sean's such a lovely guy. Yeah. Aww. I hope Sean, like, Bianca sort of... It wasn't unexpected, because I, I saw the commitment ceremony when she was talking to JJ about, like, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. You know, yeah. there was a bit, of, a bit of steel there. I hope Sean has that. I hope he's not going to be walked over. Mm. I don't think he's the sort of person... He seems like he's really got his head switched on. Is that an expression? <laughs> if you've completed two expressions. <laughs> Just go with it. His head Sounds is good. On. I feel like Sean's handled it so far. Handled it being Mark's personality. <laughs> um, I think Sean's been great because yes. he, he didn't even back down. You know when they had that little tete-a-tete, that little confrontation yeah. about saying something negative and Mark mm, walked out on the honeymoon. Yeah, and then yeah. when he came back in, Sean didn't really back down. He said, I yeah. apologise, but things are going to happen. We yes. are going to yeah. ha- experience negativity in our lives and yeah. it's okay. And actually it was quite see- sweet seeing Mark sort of melt into yeah, the relationship. Into that, yeah. Before, you know, because obviously we're going to talk about Mark's diva-ish tendencies. I, I will say, by the end of that honeymoon, I had warmed to him much yeah. more. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I like them together, I think. But it'd be fucking hard work. I can't. <laughs> I think he admits it. And some people oh, know like, he's hard work, doesn't Some it? people like having somebody they can sort of manage. And if you heard a thing after. about... Sometimes there's an analogy about having someone be the plant and someone be the gardener. And some people like to be tended to, some people like to tend. So obviously they might be a great match where Sean's happy to like live up to the diva demands mm. and Mark's happy to dish them out. Sean didn't seem put off by that. No. Oh no, he was doing the fire, he was doing the hot chocolate, Maybe he was making the dinner. <laughs> but it was funny because even when they were showing them at home before they met, it was Sean being quite a good cook and like cooking up a storm in the kitchen. Then it cut to Mark getting his food delivered by his mum. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness, he's just being given a cook. Um, what, um, what, what are your views on New Look? Oh, I'm all for a bit of new look. They do a petite range. They have some good, have some good shoes, but it was there was a lot of snobbery there, wasn't it? It was like Matters I now. work in Gucci and you work in New Look. It felt like you'll know more than this because you're the you're the clever one with psychology. But it felt like Mark was doing that classic thing of trying to reject before he could mm. be rejected. So I don't like mm-hmm. this. I don't like that. I'm pushing you. Yeah, around. yeah. And yeah. then Sean just stayed really like mellow and chill and was like, "It's okay. I like you." And he was like, "Oh, do you? Oh, okay. <laughs> I like you too." And yeah. it's like he needed that reassurance before yeah. he could even give him any stuff. I know. Yeah. But then at the dinner party, I was surprised because Mark said, oh, yeah, we're getting on as friends. 
Well, in that igloo no. thing, yeah. things were there alluded was more to them that was just and what then you do he, with your friends. Exactly. And then he turned to Tasha and went, oh, but we've done some bits uh, yeah. or something. And I was like, oh, okay, you're admitting it. I think he was really downplaying it in yeah, quite an was. unfair way. Because yeah. it was like, how's it going? He was like, mm, all right. And I was like, no, you like mm-hmm. it. It's more than all it's right. It's been a sexy time. Like, yeah. You've been having fun. They have got off to a good start. And their honeymoon looked a bit fun as well. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Imagine, imagine going there, though, in Lapland and you don't get to see the Northern Lights. No. Money back. Yeah. <laughs> money back guarantee I bet what, there isn't uh, one of them <laughs> what about what about his instant thing of oh, how old are you 26 oh that was so funny <laughs> he didn't even take a breath can you think how many times he's done that and then he goes I just lied <laughs> I've been married 10 minutes I've just lied I actually find him quite endearing I yeah. think once you've heard his backstory you find him more endearing but also he is just so he's just so wild with like to lie like that it's just so wild but then also <laughs> but it was funnier because he knew I know yeah. and then his he's, his friends and family got him out of that situation though because they called him they laughed well yeah, yeah. how old did he say he was yeah because they knew he was going to do it he didn't have to admit it was a lie they just laughed in his face yeah, yeah. and uh, Sean took that really well too didn't he, did. he? he's I just like, like oh well he's not that bad he, he, he did I think yeah I've, I've warmed to Mark obviously the first few encounters with him on screen were like oh god yeah but at the very least he'll be entertaining yeah and And we like Sean because he is a listener so obviously his head is switched on (laughs) I almost don't want to know who's a listener because I want to be able to slag people off indiscriminately well I wanted to ask you about this (laughs) oh really yes I wanted to ask you both about this because we are having quite a lot of interaction with the cast on Twitter and Instagram right we know we have quite a few of them that listen so I wondered where you were both at with that because I feel my prediction is you're both going to approach that very differently. I try not to think about it because I do want to be kind to everybody, but I also think like we have to say what we think and I try and imagine no one listens. <laughs> not even. We have zero listeners. Yeah, we have no <laughs> listeners and we just put this out into the ether. That is how I yeah. try and approach it. I, I know one listener, Johnny, because I make him listen. <laughs> Three-star review. <Yeah>. Left. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> What's your take, Omar? It's essentially, it's essentially the same. I'm grateful that anyone listens. It's great that we have interactions with them and we do get snippets from behind the scenes I should say actually I didn't quite get a chance to mention it earlier that Luke was in touch today saying that that bit we've said about all the pressure on the guy has been misinterpreted yeah uh, he was talking about men's mental health that JJ was under a lot of stress and had been advised by the welfare team to take time out and all this and it's like well what can we do but I don't think we've misinterpreted what we saw I think what we were shown is we've given the correct interpretation if stuff's been taken out we're the voice of the viewer. Yeah, we can only respond in the same you know, way you, the viewer, to do. what we've actually yeah. seen. Again, yeah. it's like, you know, this is where do we draw the line between. It's nice that these people listen and everything, but we just approach it as viewers. So, yeah. Thank you, but we're going to, you know, just say say what we think. I'm, you know, it's. Hopefully, just how be it is. fair. Yeah. We're not, yeah, as, not, lo- we're not as lovely as the experts. They're always yeah, look, really nice. <laughs> I want to be able to come here and say that I think JJ is a slug. Oh, I don't like that. It's me. This is what I mean about the different approach. Yeah. But we cannot stop before we've talked about the final couple. We've got one final bit, which is Matt and Adrienne's honeymoon. Yes. And the reason this has stuck with me, and I've been waiting to talk about it, is can you imagine for me how triggering it was for someone to be called a show off? (laughs) (laughs) I just felt really triggered. And I was like, some people just louder than others. (laughs) I'm partially deaf, so I can't even hear myself. It's just, I thought it was a really weird thing for him to say. 
and I think it was very heavy handed I don't yeah. think he meant I don't think he even meant what he said Yeah. because I think they were getting on like a house on fire and what he meant was like you're slightly louder than me I'm slightly quieter than you but he should have come to it from the point of view of we're different. These are where my faults might be. These are where your faults might be. It wasn't the right time. But he just said, oh, no. he just said you're a show off. And I was like, that is a really loaded... And I loaded. don't like show off. You're a show off and I don't like show offs. <laughs> the thing is, for me, show off is a really, really loaded term. Yeah. Mm. And it can often be directed at little girls. And in my experience, like bossy and show off are two words often used about girls and not so much about men. Yeah. And so for me, it was really triggering of like, you know you might really enjoy something or you might be really excited about something and be called a show-off but actually you're just being honest and open and excitable yeah and I really like Adrienne and I don't think he meant it but it was such a loaded term and you could see for yeah. her she was a bit heartbroken because was, I know it well was it was so crazy. out of the blue really wasn't it yeah. she's kind of whimsically saying oh I don't know what we're going to be incompatible on and he's like well I'll tell you it's this. <laughs> and he, she was, must have just been so know, taken it, aback by that. Because they were like, we both like medium rare steak. <laughs> we both like the sun and the sky. <laughs> they were finding all these things. Bless them, it was very sweet. And then suddenly, yeah, he was finding fault. And it felt like, why are you yeah. bringing this up? And why are you saying it in such a loaded way? Yeah, mm. it, it was very clumsy. But I'm glad next episode or next day, I can't remember. Next, I'm, they I'm, sorted day, next, I think. The same yeah. episode, they sorted it out because I wouldn't have been able to sleep. <laughs> if they'd left it like that I could just tell that she'd had things said about her because it really it caught her off guard a little bit where she'd done a lot of healing maybe of yeah. like people laying into her about her physical appearance her personality mm-hmm. he said something that brought up a lot of old feelings potentially mm-hmm. um, us show-offs have to stick together <laughs> <laughs> are you done now? Can yes <laughs> I'm finished <laughs> my little speech <laughs> right well there's a lot I know I need to lie down. Yeah. Well, you've got to talk to Shona. <sighs> stay, stay tuned, everyone. <laughs> I'm not. I'm fucking off. I can't. <laughs> We're going to talk to the beautiful Shona. Yes. Christ. Can you, do you guys remember Terence and Porsche? <laughs> when I was saying this, I was saying all these new couples don't even know who Terence and Porsche are. Yeah. They've oh, my never, God. They've never, never met and Shona. So it's like this Sliding show. Doors. To me, yeah. this show is like I'm in a, my own toxic relationship because every time I think I've had too much, I come back for more. And then I have <laughs> you to can't like, leave. And it gives me the ick and then I love it and then I just can't leave. And it's like, yeah, you, you, can't, you can't take a break because there's a new person, there's this new drama. There's, oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, again, thank you all for listening. Um, Stay tuned for Claire and Sarah talking to Shona. Um, Obviously, follow us on Twitter at Mafthysteria and Instagram as well. But for now, goodbye from me, Omar Abid. Goodbye from me, Sarah Clark. Goodbye from me, Claire Lamar Abid. We never even got to talk about how Thomas and Roz put a whole raw onion (laughs) in their spag (laughs) ball. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right, welcome back everyone. So we are joined by the radiant Shona. Hi. Hi. Lovely to have you here. Yeah, I think you just told us before we started, this is your first podcast. First ever podcast. Yeah. Ah! We're so privileged. Thank you for choosing us. Thank you. I'm a bit nervous. No, don't be. <laughs> we will be super kind. I think one of the first things I wanted to ask you was, does it feel like a long time ago now? Because we're obviously watching it as if it's happening now, but for you it was months and months ago. Months and months. Like, I got sent home the end of April. Oh, wow. April. Yeah. It's nearly Christmas. Yeah. mental so yeah it was wild to like go through all that and then process that and then relive it again I guess kind of painful at points probably reliving it yeah really painful I like last few weeks I've just been like going out with my hood up and just feeling like just a little bit like in my shell and just reliving it again but I think it's just actually been quite like therapeutic in a way Mm-hmm. Just like, let's close that chapter now because it's been such a build-up of like, I processed it and then I knew I was going to have to relive it again. And then now I've just closed it. And it's closed forever. Close yeah. that chapter. Right, let's yeah. open it back up. <laughs> we want to talk about it. I'm in a good headspace to talk about it now though. Like it's that, I don't have to watch it and stuff. And I feel really quite confident and comfortable talking about it. Good. Yeah, That's amazing. Great. How would it be for you if we start at the beginning? So what made you want to apply to maths? What was the application process like? Mm. What kind of brought you to it? And how did you get to where we are now, I guess? So funny, because where I'm sat now is like where I did my audition video for maths. <laughs> um, I am. Um, I basically broke up with my partner and had like some time to be single, but I was like, I really want to meet someone, but I feel like he doesn't live in Nottingham. I feel like the dating scene, like Hinge and stuff, and I said to my housemate, I was like, I'm still going to apply for maths and I feel like I'll get on that show because I'm like an open book. I'm quite good at just talking about stuff and I just had a feeling and then I applied, I sat here, did my little video and then bam, went on maths. It was so fast. Like the process was so, 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 so fast. And I think I, because Bradley was already in like the pipeline and I think I was cast for Bradley, I think. Okay, because some people we've spoken to before have said it's a really long out process, and I think it really does depend on whether they need more girls, more boys, and, like, you obviously came in maybe where they needed the right fit or what they thought was the right fit. Obviously, they were wrong. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, for some people, it's taken, like, nine months for them to fill in all the forms. Did you not have loads and loads of forms to fill in and all that sort of thing? Loads of forms, and I remember, like, having interview after interview, but it was just, like, it was, I think it was, like, a month. I just did all that, had all my psych things, and then bam, I was like off looking for my wedding, like my wedding dress, and like having my like secret Hindu of my friends and stuff. It was mad. It was almost like so fast that I didn't have much time to think about it. I was like, okay, let's go, let's go. I'm getting married to a complete stranger. Oh my yeah. goodness! Did you have to pause mm. your job? I'm freelance. Okay, so I just got my classes covered. It was so easy. It was so a, simple. As a yoga instructor. So I've only just done my yoga teacher training. I did that after maths, but I work with kids. 
I teach performing arts. You do? Yeah. Well, yes, you're beautiful. Well, with the American accent. Well, well, well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. So you didn't have to like ruin your career to go on it and think it was like you can just press pause and then come back to it. And now you've done yoga training. Amazing. Yeah. Well, what are we going to do next? But obviously, yeah. we're in, going back to the process if you've applied. And then did you hear them say, we have a match for you? Yeah. It's so weird because I my memories, I always remember exactly where I was. I was outside, outside my front door, and mm-hmm. someone rang me from Channel 4 and she was like, we found your man. And I was just like so buzzed, ran into like, my housemate. I was like, I like, ran straight to mum and dad. Like mum and dad, I was so incredibly nervous to tell them, like incredibly. Like I told them I'd applied for it really, really late. Like just as like Channel 4 were like, we, we were like 99% sure that you're on it, that we found you someone. And went over to mum and dad's and I was like, I'm getting married. And they were just so chill. Like, it was not the reaction I thought. And I said to them, I was like, if you're not okay with it, like, I won't do it. I genuinely won't do it. Wow. But they're on board. Yeah. So you feel like they trust your decisions and they knew that if it was if it was something you wanted to do, they were just behind it. Mm. Yeah. And I think they just thought, like, why not? But because, like, my mum is, like, really super sensible and she's, she, like, I know that in her heart she didn't want me to do it. But being my mum was just like above and beyond supportive. Like she got me an engagement ring. <laughs> oh my goodness, oh, you're And I was like, Mum, I need an engagement ring. And then she got me one from Oliver and Bona, so it was so cute. <laughs> Is it now like in a cupboard somewhere? Where's that ring? It's rusty. So I just I got rid of it and I was like, yeah. That feels like an analogy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm interested to know, um, do you feel like you were edited as true to who you are? Did we see the real Shona? You didn't see fun Shona at all, like ever. You saw like low vibe, very confused. What do I say next, Shona? Which is like, I will say like Bradley and I, what was so like toxic about our relationship, like we would laugh our heads off so much. Like he genuinely, when I met Bradley, I was like, no one has ever made me laugh like this. Oh like pissing myself like I was always like don't I'm gonna wait constantly and you didn't see any of that and like I'm really silly I'm really playful I'm really fun like I'm vibrant but you just saw obviously like our worst bits together but I'm not saying that they they are very real like that is what happened so you didn't see like a full version of me you saw just low vibe Shona oh, and it wasn't very nice to watch <laughs> You feel like with the channel or the producers, they're trying to get the storyline and you become that storyline as a couple and other couples get to have another storyline. And so it's not maybe the full experience of what you had. Yeah, so interesting. So when I watch an edit, um, I notice that a lot of my lines were used of like, oh, what if he doesn't like me? What if I'm not enough? When you think about how long you do your interview to camera and your backstory, it's like three hours. You talk about so, so much stuff. And then interesting, because obviously... Like, being on maths just showed to me that I do have work to do on my self-esteem. Like, I thought before maths, I was like, I'm in the best place ever, done so much work on myself, like, throw anything at me, I can handle it. But really, it just showed, no, like, you do have a little bit of work to do, which is okay. And it sent me on the biggest journey, like, the self, biggest self-love journey right now. And I think, but the storyline picked out those bits. Like, in the Maldives, it picked out, like, oh, like, I hope I'm good enough for him. And like, I did say those, but I also was, after that, like, no, I am good enough yeah. for him. Like, I was saying that, but that wasn't used. Yeah. So, yeah. 
but that's fine I was like because that is the voice in my head like I do think like that sometimes yeah and I'm working on it yeah we've seen a lot on Instagram I think there's some frustration for the cast around the edit this year mm-hmm. seems to be quite a few kind of cast members on there talking about how frustrating the edit is and did you feel frustrated or how how did that kind of sit with you that we didn't see that side you know what? I wasn't frustrated at all because our main like yeah we had good times and stuff and yeah I was laughing and things at times but majority like our storyline is what happened that is mm-hmm. like we left the show three weeks in like it got really bad really quick I think I and think it was three weeks. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Mental. It's so much happened in such a short amount of time. Yeah. How was it with the experts? How did you find that? Oh, my God. I find, like, <laughs> sitting on the couch, because you're really quite far away from them as well. Yeah, it's it's just feel, yeah, such a gap. And it just feels very exposing. And, like, even when Bradley and I, like, just come back from the Maldives and I was, like, on cloud nine, like, genuinely, I felt like I was high. <laughs> I felt like... I was on drugs, like I felt like it just was like floating everywhere I went. I was so like happy, like in this dream world, like this isn't life. Like I feel like I'm in a movie. Like who is this guy? Like is this real? Um, but even then, I was so nervous to sit on that couch in front of them. Even if you have like no problems as such to talk about, it's still like really daunting. But their advice, they were great. They were really, really great. And like stuff that you didn't see in the edit, like when Bradley and I got sent home. Um, Paul said, like, guys, he kept, like, just saying, like, this isn't going to work. But we, Bradley was very much like, are you, are you telling me I can't be with Shona? Like, I love her. I'll be different on the outside. And Paul was very much like, this won't work. And he, I could feel like a slight, not like frustration, but he was like, this won't work because Bradley, you've got demons and Shona, you've got self low self-esteem. And I could just feel myself like, oh. Yes. But then it hit home and I was like, it's so true. It's so true. Like, So did Paul yeah. saying that? Um, obviously Brad was like answering back whether it was in person or in his head of like no being defiant did Paul saying that make you think oh maybe I should listen to him or did it make you want to fight for the relationship more no because I was in that moment I was very doubtful but when we were actually told we were like going home my like defense mechanisms kind of went up and I was like ah this is like so serious like who's ever been sent home from maths before can you like talk this us through, yeah, can you talk us through how that happened? Like, how did they approach you to say that was the news, that you were going home? So, obviously, it, something happened after the dinner party, and I, Bradley and I both said, like, oh, my God, let's just have space away from each other. And it was very much like, I was like, I can't be here anymore. And he was also like, I feel like a caged animal. I can't be here anymore. And so, like, we both had talks with, like, the Sykes and stuff, and I slept in a different room. And I think it was, like, two days and then him and I actually had a chat where we said, I was like, Bradley, I can't put up with this anymore. Like, this is not okay. It doesn't feel like love and it's really hurting me. And I know I'm losing my light. And, like, Channel 4 was super, super concerned. And they were obviously, like, discussing it all whilst Bradley and I were having this chat. And we both said, okay, let's stay one more week. Let's just stay one more week so we can kind of get it into a healthier place. And then we can just leave on our own terms. But I was, I was also by this point really aware that I'm a teacher and I work with kids and I was getting really panicked that teenagers would watch me and be like, what? Why is this happening? Why, why is Miss Shona like letting 
that man speak to her like that? And why has she just been sent home? Like, I was so full of, ang- ang- like, complete anxiety about it all. So I was like, no, let us fix this, please. Like, we can, we can. And then Channel 4, like, just came and said to us, guys, like, we've come to the, the decision that you've got to go home. Did they yeah. give a, like, definitive reason for that? Because, like you said, it's never happened before. Just because it was just so up and down and... Um, both of us clearly like Bradley was definitely struggling in that environment like definitely that's not me like excusing his behavior but he was really like ah stressed out like by so many different factors and then I think I was absolutely fine in the environment by the way I absolutely like loved the experiment I loved being there but the relationship was just my light was just completely dimming you know I was so emotional I just felt like oh my gosh and especially because you have no can't like really just like ring my mum and I didn't want to ring my mum and be like mum I'm really struggling I don't want I want like my mum and dad to worry about me so yeah it was a decision that was just like it's gone too far it's too it's gone too far do you think that was a fair decision on their part because obviously lots of couples we see have up and down journeys and there's a lot of drama and there's a lot of hurt feelings and things Mm. that are in the moment we've seen people swear at each other we've seen people um, I don't know, hurt each other, cheat on each other. Do you think them asking you to leave, which is almost like unprecedented, do you think that was fair? Do you feel um, proud, embarrassed, anything? How do you feel about that? And do you think it was a fair call? So at the time, so how I feel about it now is completely different. But at the time, I felt so embarrassed that it got to that stage. And I put a lot of blame on myself. So I remember sitting there and saying to them, guys, I had, because a lot of it was focused on Bradley like a lot the, the whole conversation you didn't obviously see it all was a lot of it was focused on him and I sat there and I was like I've got accountability in this because I've let it happen right and I really like put a lot of blame on myself and then I can't remember the question <laughs> no just whether you thought that it was a fair call by them because oh, it was yeah. quite a big decision and I completely understand if you felt like oh that's that's gone too far or maybe you were yes. grateful for so. that because it made the decision for you I, yeah, I hated that the control had been taken out of my hands, but I was confused as well because I was like, we're here to make this work. Like, we're here with our problems to present to you guys to help us. And I've come here with, like, so much, like, excitement to learn about my patterns and stuff and, like, where I've been going wrong with all my, like, two-year relationships. I've never got past two years. Like, help me. <laughs> like, let me. I want to learn. Um, but... It was like, yeah, you can have a fight with someone like last night at the dinner party, they're like fighting and stuff. But most of the time, it's not like completely like the complete repetition of it. The fact that with Bradley and I, it was like repeated. It was it was like getting worse and it just kept there was just like no hope that it was going to stop. That's why. And at the time, I felt completely protective over Bradley. Like, oh, my gosh, what's everyone going to think of him? Like. Oh, it was really stressed me out. And then as soon as uh, quite a lot of time passed and eventually like Bradley and I went our separate ways and I processed everything. I was like, that was the best decision ever because imagine if I'd stayed, imagine watching and like going through that for, nah, like, no, it was the best decision ever. Okay, good. And like you said, we obviously don't want to talk about Bradley too much because this is about you. But just to touch on quickly, you did stay together after the experiment. For Am I right in thinking it was like about six weeks? Yeah, I think it was like five, six weeks. Um, Quite turbulent or was it like, how how was that? It was very much like I genuinely felt like Bradley was really trying um, at first and like... I just like 
obviously came home, spoke to all my friends about it. And my friends were like, Shona, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you still with this person? Um, but like, my heart was like, I just want to give it a go and see if he, if it was the experiment, because a lot of the, like Bradley kept saying, it's the environment. It's not who I am. Like, I promise I'll be different. I love you. I love you. And I believed it. And I was like, okay, you've got one chance. Let's go. And it just wasn't. So it was like a lot of the same kind of like belittling kind of things. And we just, our energies were just not working. And then, yeah, went our separate ways. So that would have been before the show aired? Yeah. So that was like, May, June. I am. Um, yeah. So we got home sent. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Got sent home at the end of April. And then we together for like five, six weeks. And I went to um, Sri Lanka at the beginning of June. And then went back to the reunion, obviously. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Oh, um, yeah. With a great tan. I was like, just floated <laughs> off the beach in Sri Lanka. Like, felt really good. And going to Sri Lanka on my own, just to like take that time. Like, I just stayed in like yoga vibe places, did my yoga teacher training, just journaled loads and just really spent time just thinking, okay, that was really painful and hard, but what have you learned? And what are you going to take forward in your life? And what are you never, ever going to stand for again? Like it was just, yeah, the best thing I could have done. And the people I met in Sri Lanka were amazing. On my yoga course, like all the women, I just felt like so empowered. And yeah, and then I got divine tattooed on my um, on my arm because my yoga teacher was like, Shona, just held my hand. And she was like, never, ever forget that you are divine. And I was like, okay, I got it on my arm. <laughs> Am I allowed to ask some of the things you talked about? You know, you feel like you've learned some things and you're going to carry on looking for different things maybe going forward. Do you mind sharing any of those like learnings that you've realized? Yeah. So like lots of red flags, just like at the, because there were so many things in times in the experiment where I was just like, I'll just ignore it because I feel like this relationship and da, 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 da. No, just like that is a big red flag. Like that is a huge red flag. And at the first sign, just be like, okay, no, that's not for me. And just like learning to, honor myself more and not put someone above me because that is what I did massively and I'm a proper person that I do love to like like compliment people and I do just love like I love people and oh talking about love falling in love so fast <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you'd mentioned that yeah I am um, the person I'm with now it was I was like I'm gonna really learn from maths and just try and be a bit more of like a slow burner yeah and I just feel like it's just so much healthier. And that is, I just needed to go on this journey. I need, because the way I was with Bradley is the way that I've been with everyone I've ever been with. Like, I've always gone full steam ahead, got so excited. And watching maths back, when Mel was like, hmm, I wonder if Shona will learn from this. And like, I needed to do this to learn. Like, that was my time to learn. And I'm really grateful for the whole thing, genuinely. So you took a lot from it. Yeah, a lot from it. Um, and I just think the nicest lesson is that, because I could have gone on the outside, like if they had been much with like Paul, had a really good time, but maybe we weren't right for each other. Could have met someone on the outside and had a similar relationship to Bradley. Could have been a lot longer. Could have really like, really kind of massively damaged me. But I always say like Bradley didn't break me. Like he's taught me lots of lessons and I feel like strong and empowered for it. And I can move him forward with my life. So I'm lucky that it was just a short amount of time and he came into my life to just teach me some lessons. 
Yeah, it's um, it's really lovely to hear that overall it's been a positive experience and it feels yeah. like it's changed your life and maybe propelled you to do the yoga course and you've made like, yeah. a life and you feel like you've learned so much. So that's really lovely to see. Yeah. Do you feel lucky that you weren't at last night's dinner party? Yes. I said my mum and dad, I was like, guys, I think I also just left at the right time because I don't like, I don't know, I think I just wouldn't have been in that edit because I would have just been sat there, like, not getting involved. And there were quite <laughs> a few people like that. It kept cutting to just, like, like really still shocked faces. Yeah. People not wanting to breathe. George and I know. It was, like, the most intense dinner party, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Mental. But I thought Bianca absolutely handled herself like a queen. I can imagine you and Bianca being friends, actually. Me and Bianca are friends. Oh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> did you, you wouldn't have got to meet in the process, but at the reunion, I guess? Or? Yeah, so we connected on the outside massively. Like, we'd always go for walks and just chat. Because I feel like we both had, like, a really quite difficult journey on maths. So we were, like, one another's support network. And, yeah, we're very quite similar. And that. loads of people kept tweeting, like, oh, God, showing her Bianca's voice. <laughs> like commenting on our voices I knew when I went on maths that people would go for my voice my baby voice oh no <laughs> I like my voice yeah. I work with kids so I need to be like animated and you know have a distinctive uh, voice it's a good thing it's a good thing but I wondered about what you <laughs> felt because your journey was quite difficult in lots of ways I wondered mm-hmm. if you felt as though there was more the show could do in terms of support while you're there or aftercare or whether you felt like actually you were very well looked after? I think overall I was well looked after. I think, I don't know, there was a part of me that was like, in my head when I was in the experiment, I don't think I really understood, like the, the whole controlling thing with Bradley's language and stuff, like, because I've been with Bradley, I was very like, I can see what what he's trying to say, but then there was so much more going on behind the scenes. And I don't think I really understood how concerned people actually were, really. I don't think that was actually said to me. It was more like it felt like it was just a bit like toxic vibe, not like we're actually super concerned kind of thing. But generally like welfare would ring me all the time. And I had like psychs all the time just saying like, do you want to chat? And they were super supportive and they still check in with me now. Well, that's brilliant. the aftercare's kind of keeping going for a bit, I guess, while the show's airing as well, because before that's going tough to watch, it's going to bring a lot back. So the, the aftercare's needed, isn't it? Yeah, but I do, I will say, like, actually, I think, I think that was just, like, my general vibe of, like, people around me, like, in the cast kind of thing. Um, but, like, I remember having, a, like, a, a chat with one of the sites, and she was just like, Chona. And it was almost like, I was just so in denial about everything, mm-hmm. massively. And don't so. because a lot of us have been there. And when mm. you, as women, sometimes we want to see, particularly with women, we sometimes really want to see the best in people in the, and, our, and our romantic partner. So we excuse a lot of behaviour. So actually, I don't think people were judging you in the same way you might feel like they were. I think people were just hoping that he would make himself more known. Do you know what I mean? His behaviour almost needed to get to a point where... I mean, your removal was obviously very concrete, but we mm-hmm. could understand how you got to that point. Mm-hmm. And your excitement was actually really lovely to watch. Like, you know, when you when you did meet at the at the top of the aisle and you had that stuff in common, we could see why you fell for each other so yeah. quickly. Yeah, yeah. And then as it started to unravel, it was horrible to watch. But uh, nobody was judging you for that. It was no. Nice. We wanted him to be held account to held to account. But it's just lovely to see you so happy now. 
yeah, thriving now and like learnt my just learnt so much. Like I genuinely just feel like overall it has been a really positive thing in my life. you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.